0: Yeah, I just want to just come back on this one, man, and just have a little topic about um, the situation that's going out here, man, with some of these goddamn truck stops, man. Um, you know, I don't even really see anybody even touching on these situations, man. Um, basically, I want to just basically um, send this one out to people that's even thinking about getting into trucking or if you're already out there. Some of you veterans already pretty much know what's going on, man. But, um, you know, there was a situation um, the other day, man, to just kind of, I'm still thinking about it. It's just like a horror to me. Um, I went up into one of these like truck stops to like take a shower. And I'm telling you, man, like when I stepped in there and I went to the back and like looked at the shower, man, I mean, it was just like caked on fucking like grimy dirt back there. I mean, just unclean i seen moths on the goddamn walls. And see, when you get situations like that, man, you might as well just go stand outside and take a shower. Because when you're seeing moths and shit like that back there, like little small moths, that means that it's like some garbage can type shit. And I mean, this is what you have to realize, like, when you guys are first coming out here. Like, all these stories about, like, yeah, just go get your CDL and come out here and see the country. All that is just bullshit. The only thing you're going to see is a fucking truck stop or a fucking dock. The only way that you're going to be like kind of seeing parts of the places like where you're going to go deliver, if you get there early enough, probably like on a weekend, like you stop off at a Friday and your load doesn't deliver till Monday, then you might be able to go like um, drop your trailer somewhere and go kind of like bobtail around. But even though still you got to be careful because you got that big bobtail. That's kind of like um, one of the situations that I was doing like maybe four years back to where I'm at now, um, I had a dedicated run. I was working for a little mom and pop's small company. She only had like five trucks and her husband was running it. And the thing about it is, is that, you know, I had a run that picked up in Compton and it went all the way down to Dallas and then from Dallas to Oklahoma. And usually, you know, um, I would pick that load up probably like on a Friday and I would get down to Dallas probably within Saturday. At probably like 10 o'clock in the morning 10 11 o'clock in the morning now I know some of you guys are saying well damn how did you do that that's because I just ran it straight out I just ran the load straight out I would probably stop off at um, what is that El Paso or Van Horn Texas for about two to three hours did a little snoozy-woozy then I would wake up and like I said I would just drive the rest of the way from there to Dallas And then there was a drop yard off the 30, off 2nd Street, that I would just take the trailer to and drop it, and then I could be freed up for the rest of that day and all day Sunday um, to just kind of just bobtail around. And like I said, that's one of the reasons why I stress with you guys, like, make sure, man, any company that you get with has a pre-pass, because that pre-pass saved me on a lot of that shit, like when I was just running loads straight through. Because when you got the pre-pass, that means you don't have to, like, go over the scale and have to put up with none of that nonsense and that bullshit, man. I'm getting pulled in for various, like, D.O.T.'s and and, and all the rest of this other bullshit. You know, um, the only two scales that I had to worry about was the one in Arizona and the one in New Mexico. Um pretty much there was like a border of entry like when you go through texas and stuff like that but i pretty much wasn't worried about that because they're not asking to do level twos inspections level threes you know they're just basically sitting there with the dog trying to make sure if you're smuggling anything in there and i wasn't even worried about any of that bullshit but that's why i stressed now because on my list Like I said, I would probably make that probably the most important thing is the pre-pass. Because if you don't have a pre-pass, it's just like I told you all before. That means there's something going on with your company. That means that you had a low score. um, You you was hiring um, unqualified drivers over there. And they was tearing up the equipment. They was going over the scales, not passing the DOT's inspections. So now everybody that comes over there and applies for that company has to suffer just because you want to take the cheap way out. And you didn't want to hire a qualified driver. So now you can't get a pre-pass. Now you got all these rules with cameras looking in and out. The fucking truck trying to get your score up because of the way that you went. Like I said, that would probably be my first thing on there. Because if you don't have a pre-pass... I really don't even really want to fuck with you. It, it just really depends. Like, if I'm just doing some local work and I don't have to cross over a scale, it probably wouldn't even matter. But if you crossing over scales and shit like that, man, the pre-pass is pretty much the way to go. But I want to just focus back on, like, these truck stops. I just want to just let you know that when you guys are going to these truck stops, man, and you and you first out there, you're going to run into some of the most rudest people in the world, man. You know, some of these young people that's up in there working, they don't give a fuck about you or your truck. They just dare to get paid. They don't know how to answer um, questions. I've asked so many people, man, like, where is the next um, loves or where's the next pilot at? And they don't even know, like, they don't even know the exit to where their shit is. I hear them put the phone down and go ask somebody how to get there. I mean, so that pretty much tells you that they just they just there for a job. And then they're not even cleaning the um, the restrooms correctly. Like I said, what they like to do is they like to take that towel that you leave on the floor that you actually drying your body with because I don't use those towels. I bring my own towels. I don't know who in this day and era would even use those towels. I just use those towels just to put on the ground because I don't feel like stepping my bare foot because I know that they're not mopping that shit. So I just use those towels just to step on it, put my luggage down and... You know, all my um, body shit down that I'm going to be um, in there showering with. But what they like to do is, because I've actually seen them do it. And it don't matter which truck stop it is. They got these little rubber gloves. They'll grab the first towel and then they'll wipe the sink with it. And then they'll wipe the mirror with it. And that's it. They take everything and they wash it. All the tiles, And that's pretty much it, man. If you go into the shower part and look at shit, man, you can just see caked on shit. And I mean, I was like, it was like something out of a horror movie back when I was um, doing that dedicated run. And, I and you know, like I said, I don't like to, like, name shit, but like I said, for, like, this podcast purpose, I'm just naming shit. I don't care, man. Um, it was actually, one of them was actually the TA over there off of Sweetwater, Texas, man. I must have went in there. I mean, man, it was I, was, I was expecting Jason to come up out that fucking bathroom. It looked just so horrible and tore down and the fucking, it was just caked on like fucking Nasty ass, like just dirt and shit. And see, once it gets to that point, it's hard to clean up. Because I had to call the manager and complain to him. And I said, Man, you know, like those bathrooms are not clean, man. And see, when they, and see, when those people that are supposed to be cleaning that, when they let it get out of hand like that, it's hard to clean. You got to go to Home Depot and get like a steel wool pad and scrub all that shit down. Something that they're not going to want to do. I mean, they could have prevented it. If they would have just did the job right the first time, you know, like grab the tiles, then put a little mop that's already pre there, the mop, just go over the the one time. And then they got that little thing, I guess, that they put on the end of uh, like a uh, it's kind of looks like a mop, but it'll scrub the walls and you just go up and down the walls a couple of times with the solution. But they don't even want to do that. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like I said, the respect for us out here, man, it's just unbearable. Like you, you feel like you're driving 11 hours you tired. You then got cut off by all these people. They don't want the truck out there, but they want the goods. And then when you try to go to a truck stop, you having problems finding parking. Motherfuckers is parked all on the on-ramp and all types of shit. You might have to park your truck down somewhere into, like, some little area and then walk back with your luggage to take a shower. It's just fucking ridiculous, man, like, like the way that they treat us out here, man. I can't even believe the respect, like, at this point, like... Why we're not talking about just going on strike permanently until we get the rules we want? I don't understand that. I mean, you know, and then you you do all that and then you go up into the truck stop. They're rude. Uh, Everything is overpriced. I've actually seen cords in there for the telephone uh, thing that you would charge your cords because we all know those things go out every fucking three, four months. But usually I go to the 99 cents store and buy a bunch of them for like five dollars. But you go up into the truck stop and try to do that. You're paying like fucking $30 a pop for those shits. And they go out just as quick as the ones in the 99 cent store. Everything is so overpriced in the truck stop because they're thinking in their mind that we're making that fucking much money. And I tried to, you know, I tried to tell everybody that a lot of these truck drivers, man, they're homeless. They're living up out of the truck. The money that they're making per week, you know, it's really not enough. Um, Like I said, it, it just really depends, man. I mean, you know. It's just like I told y'all, man, if you ain't putting your shit up in storage, if you're staying on the truck and you paying rent on something you're not seeing, even if you paying on the house you're not seeing, I mean, so be it. That's you. But, I mean, just like I said, it's like the lack of respect when you go to these truck stops. And I don't give a fuck which one it is. I mean, to me, I usually, like, I'm a loves guy now because they keep their bathrooms a little bit cleaner. But before, the TA and Flying J's used to have, like, the biggest bathrooms you know, like where you could just go in and if you got like, cause I got the roll luggage. Cause like I said, I carry my own towels and all that. I don't never ever use their towels. I, mean, I just use their tiles to step on. I might even take one of their tiles to just wipe my shoes down. Like I don't use their shit for nothing. I don't know who in the fuck would want to go in there and, 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 and fucking dry off with those towels, man. You, you, your bodies might, you might get fucking um, hepatitis and shit, but you know, that's just something to think about, man. Um, just how the respect is for us out here at these truck stops. I can even remember, I even went to a Love's over there off the 30. Because they only got two Love's over there off the 30. This one is by Parkway. It's right across the street from the Nike outlet. Um, you know, the one where the driveway is all cracked up and they're still trying to fix it. They've been trying to fix that shit for like the last couple of years. But I went in there, and this is, this is the respect that I'm telling y'all, right? So, I had just came back, I think, from the nike outlet so i was kind of chilling over there for like a couple hours because like i told y'all usually i go park my truck down off the 30 off the second street so i was just chilling there it was probably around about five six o'clock in the afternoon and usually this is on a sunday usually my my delivery time is like 7 a.m the next morning this was like a dedicated that i had so usually i would just go get my um trailer a little bit early before the night falls like around about seven eight and they did run into my truck a couple of people. You got to watch it down there, man, because that's another thing. Like, like I had a couple of people just run into the back of the truck after I picked up the truck from the, um, from the yard where I was uh, dropping. And they just, like, hit the back of it and then took off. When I jumped out of my um, cab, they went around me and just took the fuck off, man. Because that area over there is kind of beat down anyway. It's like the Fifth Ward D's. But, I mean, it was a place that I was paying, like, I think, what was it, like, uh, $14 to park it per day because that's the only way you're going to see something. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Like when they're lying to you, see the country, this and that, that's the only way. Like if you, um, parking your trailer somewhere, because I don't know how long, well, you could do it now, I guess at the truck stops, but that's, that's just a bald faced lie, man. I mean, cause like I said, you are either going to be at the truck stop or you're going to be at the fucking, um, it like delivering your loads. Because most guys that I see, they're sitting up there at the truck stops for the weekend. They don't go anywhere. they just sitting there smoking nasty cigarettes and all the rest of this other shit. But, like I was telling y'all, like, I was over there at the Loves uh, off the 30, and um, usually I go in there and take my showers because I have a couple places over there. I would usually, usually go to that Loves, and there's, this, there's another Loves that's right by the scale, and... Um, I would usually go there, take my shower like Sunday before it's time for me to pick up my loads the next morning. And I always see this one female in her, man. She's always kind of loud. I think she was like the manager at the loves or whatnot, but every time I go in and she's talking loud, complaining, this and that. And I said, let me just go in here and get a, a bite to eat because I didn't get nothing all day. And I was getting ready to go grab the trailer and head over to, where I was supposed to unload in the morning, and just wait out there for them to open the gate. But all of a sudden, man, like I ordered like a chicken sandwich because I wouldn't order any meat or anything out of these nasty McDonald's or anything. I just like order a fish or a chicken sandwich but I ordered a chicken sandwich I was like looking at the corner of my eye. I was it was just me standing there by myself and it was her all of a sudden I heard her sneeze like twice right and so like I'm like seeing this from the side of my eye as I'm looking down at my phone. I'm standing over there by where you pour your drinks and I must have after she sneezed You know, like, they got on these rubber gloves. I just kind of, like, looked up. I said, I'm going to see if this bitch washed her fucking hands. You know she didn't wash her fucking hands, man. She sneezed in her rubber gloves and then was sitting there grabbing the bags that they were making and, and, and I guess, like, giving them to the people at the drive-thru. So now she's putting her germs on that bag. So when the people give her the money, because you have to touch that money that's also dirty. And then when, they, when you go um, to dig in that fucking bag to get some fries to put in your mouth, now you got, the money from the, you got the germs from the money and you got the germs from her sneezing in your fucking hand going all in your fucking mouth and shit. And so when I saw she didn't wash her hands, I said, excuse me. I said, let me get my money back. And so all of a sudden, she's like, well, I could kind of tell like she kind of knew what was going on. And she was like, well, can I ask why? And I just told her straight out, see, because I don't hold shit back with people, man. i tell you straight out how I feel about you. Don't care. And if you don't like it, well, we could do something about it. I said, I said, you know why? I said, you sneezed in your hand and you didn't wash your fucking hands. And she was like, well, yes, I did. I said, no, you didn't. She was trying to deny that she didn't sneeze, like, period. And so I said, you did. I said, I was standing right here and I heard you sneeze twice. She's like, no, I didn't. And so then I must have stuck my head over the counter, looked left and looked right to see if there was anybody in there besides her. I said, you're the only one here. And I saw her from the side of my eye anyway, man. So she couldn't lie about it. And so after we went back and forth, she gave me my money. I went back and I called and I told the manager what happened and I told the manager only because of this man because you didn't fess up to it it's like you tried to lie to me in my face about it you know what I'm saying so that's what really ticked me off about the whole fucking thing and it's just like the respect of it man like you sitting there you're handling food that's what I'm trying to tell y'all they don't give a fuck you sitting there handling people's food and you're not going to wash your fucking nasty hands from you sneezing especially with the shit that we got going on now with this pandemic and all this shit that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. And that's not the only time I caught that. I've caught when I have came in to places like t- to Kentucky to go get something to eat. I must have played it off, looked at the menu and walked out. The dude had on an apron. He had the mop, not the mop, but like the uh, the bucket in his hand. He was carrying the bucket, I guess, with the dirty water in it. He put the bucket with the dirty water down and walked towards me. out like he was going to take my order. I said, you know what? Never mind. I'm going to just go over here. There's no way I'm going to let you handle my food and you guys is just not, you know, like being like cautious of what you're doing. They don't care. And this is what I need to stress to y'all about this bullshit. When you come out here and you go into these truck stops and all the rest of this shit, you're going to have a hard time finding parking and all the rest of this other shit, man. You might have to find like one of these mall areas when you're out there instead of going to a truck stop. And just go park in the back back there like a Target or something like that or, or Costco's or somewhere where, you know, you might have to just hide back there. I've done that plenty of times, man. I don't even waste my time. Like, if it's like in the wee hours of the morning, I don't even waste my time going to a truck stop unless I'm going there to take a quick shower and get the fuck out. And that's one of the reasons why when I had that run with that other guy, I used to just run that shit straight out because it's always a problem with these fucking truck stops, man. It's, it's hard to, to get parking in the afternoon everybody starts piling up in there you know and they they can't even get their run like you got two hours to to still do like maybe 100 miles of this or that they'll go stop at the nearest truck stop because they're thinking in their mind like well i might as well just stop here because i know if i go 100 miles up to the next truck stop i might not be able to get parking because it's like seven o'clock i've I've noticed that like now like everybody's just kind of it's all about the parking now like you're not getting the run in like how you should be because you worried that you're going to be on the side of the road or some shit. But that's why I always just, like I said, like looked at one of these, these areas where they got like, you know, like the little strip malls where they got Targets and shit like that. I just go around to the back, man, and just go chill back there. But I wouldn't even go thinking about going in there like in the wee hours of the morning. That's why I just drove straight on through. Um, like when I used to pick up, out here in uh, California just drove straight on down there, man, because it was no way that I was going to be trying to um, deal with that situation, man, and then when you try to go to, like, these Walmarts, you waking up with boots on your fucking um, trucks and shit like that because the Walmart don't want you in there, like I said, they want the fucking goods, but they don't want the truck there, and then to some of you guys out there, man, I mean, it's funny how, like, some of y'all need to wash your ass a little bit more because, you know, your hygiene is not all that good and shit like that. And I haven't even started getting into those series where I basically went back to team. And again, I, I got another story I want to tell you all, but we haven't gotten that far yet. But it's like you're not brushing your teeth. Um, you're not washing your ass. I was talking to this one guy from Andreas because I was curious about this run that they had that I saw on Craigslist. It was like a, uh, a big lot run. And so I just wanted to kind of ask him about it because that's what I tell you. I try to stay on top of the runs and what they pay, this and that. And when the guy was talking to me, his front tooth and the side of his tooth was missing like like together, you know, like the I guess the right tooth and the right other tooth is missing in the front. It's like snagger tooth. There's no way I would be walking around out here with my front tooth teeth missing from the top or bottom. I would have to go get a title loan or some type of loan or a lien or something like that to fix that shit with a fake tooth. There's no way I'm going to be walking out here, man. With my fucking teeth missing. That, you know that shows a sign that you're not your hygiene is fucked up. You're not flossing. You, you're not brushing your teeth right. Some of y'all won't take a fucking shower. It's funny how some of you motherfuckers. will. Is, you'll go to a certain truck stop. Where you know it's going to be some holes. You'll go wash your ass for the holes. But you won't go wash your ass. When it's time to go You know, uh, deliver that truck. Or go to the shipper. You know you walk up in there smelling like balls and ass and shit. But you know. This is just the reality of it, man. I'm just letting y'all know that this is the reality of it. When you come out here and you go into these truck stops and shit like that, don't expect to get no type of respect from these people out here, man, because, you know, they're not going to give it to you. I mean, I'm not going to say every, everybody, but, I mean, there might be places you might go to on a daily basis. Like, I see truck drivers, they know the cashier because they go in there every day. But I'm just telling y'all from my experience, man, like with these truck stops, you go back there, take a shower. It's the most dirtiest, filthy thing in the world. And I've actually been walked in on a couple of times at one of them. The guy was acting like he didn't know that the door was locked and he accessed the cold. And I said, man, this is the second time you've actually done that. I said, we're going to have a problem if you do that shit again. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. this and that. And it just it just like rained on me that, you know, like, how could you not know that the door is locked? When I'm playing YouTube loud on my phone and you can hear in there because I've actually stood outside to actually hear if I can hear my shit because that'll let me know to turn it up loud so they'll know that I'm in there. But it ha- it turns red. It says occupied, if I'm not mistaken, and it'll turn green um, to let you know that nobody's in there. So you trying to tell me that you thought somebody just locked it from the inside and just left. It's impossible because you have to be on the inside and turn the latch to lock. So this just tells me that you walked in on purpose. Like you you did that. on, You know, like I said, you, they hired these weirdos, man. And I told him, I said, you know what, man? I've also reported this ass to the manager. I said, man, you got one more time to do that shit. I said, this is the second time you've done that. You got one more time to do it. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I didn't, you know, know that it was locked. And I'm thinking in my mind, yes, you did, because how in the fuck would I have got out of here with it being locked? But, like I said, this is the type of shit that you know, that you got to watch out for, man. Just, you know, I'm just keeping it real with you guys. I'm not trying to be negative about it every time I come on with these stories. I'm just telling y'all the realization of this shit. And this is something that you could go talk to about any truck driver. Y'all know if you've been out here for more than a decade or, uh, or not that I'm telling you the fucking truth about how these truck stops are, how nasty, filthy they are. So, and I don't care if it's the loves pilot, whatnot, whatever. So, like I said, I'm just throwing that out there for y'all. So, like I said, when I come back, I guess we're just going to start off from where I left off at. So, there it is.